This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie K of Mile High Sports. You can check out prior podcasts of the Broncos Blitz Podcast on our website, milehighsports.com. And Josh Rosen is on the mind, the UCLA quarterback, fine UCLA quarterback. We will be talking with Charlie Campbell of WalterFootball.com here in just a little bit to discuss Rosen as, of course, he will be featured in the Combine. And could he be the pick at number five, if not sooner? for the Denver Broncos. But first, our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street. Of course, those 70 Colorado beers on tap. And how about 100 Colorado Distilled Spirits, Chef Taylor Creedon's American Alpine Fair. You know, the great thing about this place is you go in and the food rotates seasonally. It's locally sourced, so it never gets bland. It never is boring. It is just fantastic. Of course, terrific rooftop views in the warm winter that we've been experiencing. Go on and check it out. Now, of course, you have the opportunity to catch up on some playoff football, of course, uh, this coming weekend and weekends to come, and then the big game on the way, as well as uh, uh, lots of uh, other great sports going on at Tap 14 Saturday and Sunday. Also have brunch. Be sure to check them out on the web, Tap 14. Be sure to spell out that uh, website, Tap 14, 14 spelled out, tap14.com. Josh Rosen, UCLA. Who really is Josh Rosen? Well, that's what we want to talk about on the Broncos Blitz podcast. Josh Rosen, 6'4", 218. Uh, A slim, limber-like, stick-like almost guy, but not in a bad way. Now, this is a guy who has been very, very successful in his career. Of course, he was a freshman All-American back in 2015, as well as Pac-12 freshman uh, Offensive Player of the Year. He was also a high school All-American in his high school days, where he's very athletic, Uh, a guy who grew up playing tennis. Now, right before high school, he did switch from tennis to football, but he was a very good tennis player. Uh, At the age of 12, he was actually the number one ranked player for his age group in Southern California and top 50 in the country. So that tells you the kind of athletic background that he had. Also uh, has a father who, or excuse me, a mother who was the captain of a Princeton lacrosse team and his father, a nationally ranked ice skater who almost qualified for the winter Olympics. So a lot of athletic background here with Josh Rosen, but of course uh, Rosen does come from a, um, as he told sports illustrated, a wealthy educated family, but that doesn't let him stop him from being very strong when it comes to not only be on the field, but off the field with that 4.3 GPA He's a hardworking kid. Now he is somebody who has had surgery in the past on his throwing shoulder. That was back in 2016, his sophomore year, his throwing shoulder. um, He had surgery to repair soft tissue damage, but 
Then he came back and, well, you know, broke a bunch of decade-old records in 2017. Now, of course, at UCLA, and football's a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately, so we'll highlight his 2017 season. He, of course, was a junior then when he played in 11 games, threw for 62% completion percentage. That was his best in his uh, career for a season at UCLA. 3,700 yards, 26 touchdowns, and 10 interceptions. He was efficient with the football. And boy, when you immediately, when you look at video of him, it jumps off the, the table. He can fit balls into very tight windows. Of course, he had some fine games last year. Of course, he kicked off the season and really came out like gangbusters, really, in the first three games against Texas A&M, Hawaii, and Memphis, particularly that Hawaii game where he threw for five touchdowns and no interceptions. Did finish the year strong against Southern California, and that was the highlighted game. Of course, it was Darnold versus Rosen. He comes out on the losing end of that, but in the end does have a good game passing as well, too, against Southern California and then uh, finishing up against Cal. Now, Rosen and some of his better traits is that accuracy and that ability to place footballs. And and there's two types of mindset thinking uh, when we talk about accuracy. There's the pinpoint accuracy and then there's a general accuracy. You know, you want general accuracy when you're throwing and, and putting the ball in the vicinity of your wide receiver and tight ends. And that, and that's a that's a pass that sometimes you just got to give your wide receiver the opportunity to make a play because that happens. You know, you're up against a crucial third down and uh, the pass rush is coming and you just got to give your wide receiver a chance. But then there's pinpoint accuracy and we're talking about putting the ball in the bread basket of the wide receiver. You cannot hand it off and it be closer than that. And Josh Rosen's got a lot of pinpoint accuracy. He does have a good arm for a uh, quarterback and certainly has a gun. And we will be talking about that here in uh, just a little bit with uh, Charlie Campbell of WalterFootball.com. Rosen generally touted as the best quarterback, the most pro-ready quarterback in the draft, UCLA, and his former head coach, Jim Moore. Now, Moore, of course, doesn't like to label his offense because you see a little bit of a power game. You see a little bit of a spread, a little bit of a zone, but uh, it's certainly an offense that will translate a lot towards Rosen being uh, potentially successful in the NFL. Now, Rosen, of course, made some comments that have a lot of people in not up in arms, but it makes you wonder and it makes you think a little bit. Of course, his comments on the NFL draft, those was about a couple months ago, saying, I'd rather be a lower pick at the right team than a higher one at the wrong team. Now, of course, him speaking, I think probably for just about every draft prospect is nobody wants to go to Cleveland. That's really kind of what it boils down to. So it is going to be interesting to see where Rosen goes, how he stacks up next to some of the other quarterbacks, because he really is a a pure pocket passer who can be real good with pinpoint accuracy and certainly going to talk about Rosen with uh, my next guest. Joining me on the Broncos Blitz podcast, a senior draft analyst at WalterFootball.com. He is Charlie Campbell. You can follow him on Twitter. He's a great follow. Draft Campbell. Charlie, how you doing, man? I'm great. How's it going, Ronnie? Doing well. Let's talk Josh Rosen, his potential fit with the Broncos. But let's start with one of his best traits. What is Josh Rosen's strongest skill set? 
that would have to be just his sheer arm talent, just the way the ball explodes out of his hand. I mean, the guy can just flat out spin it. I mean, he throws an amazing spiral. Um, His arm is extremely strong, capable of making any throw, capable of beating perfect coverage with a, a perfect throw. He's just has rare arm talent with the way he can throw a football, uh, the strength of his arm. And also, you know, on top of that, his pocket passing skills, sure. uh, in his pocket presence, the, the size he has in the pocket, very much a pro-style quarterback. So uh, he kind of harkens back to, to how teams would look at these, uh, these franchise quarterbacks in terms of their arm talent and what they can do throwing a football. And you mentioned the term pro style, and I know these terms are thrown around, and his former coach, uh, Jim Morrow, who uh, didn't want to label the offense, uh, his experience, Rosen's experience in college running the offense that he ran, does that put him ahead behind other prospects in the draft? I think it definitely puts him ahead. I mean, he has you know, worked under center, which some of these other guys haven't. Uh, I think that Having played for a coach that was a head coach in the NFL mm-hmm. who ran uh, a very similar system and just in terms of uh, structure on how the team prepared and practiced to the NFL really will help Rosen as well. And so uh, just having that on his coaching staff, I think, really gives him an edge in terms of being able to play sooner in his NFL career. I think other guys like Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson, uh, Josh Allen, coming from the offenses they played in, it's going to be a larger learning curve than what Rosen has coming from UCLA. Is Rosen a day one starter? I think probably. I mean, it, it all depends on you know the team that drafts them and whether uh, you know they have a veteran say. If he goes to the Giants and the Giants don't move on from Eli Manning, sure. uh, then maybe he doesn't start day one. But if the Giants trade Eli Manning or, or just cut him and move on from him, then then I think he's probably going to be starting day one. You so are f- I would say at you know the the. A strong likelihood as he's starting week one in the NFL next year. You are fairly familiar with the Denver Broncos situation. Should he start day one, or does he need to sit behind a veteran? You know, I, I think it's gonna that, that's gonna depend in part on the team in terms of what they're asking him to do right away. Okay, I think, sure. Uh, you know, like any rookie and coming to a new offense. It can take time, and some teams run more complex schemes than others. And uh, say, for example, Houston and Bill O'Brien, they really changed their scheme. They really moved, you know, changed the plays they were running, added in some things, including read option and RPOs for John Watson last Mm -hmm. year in order to make things more comfortable for him and easier for him. So I, I think that. Uh, you know, if he goes, if Rosen goes to a good coaching staff that, you know, kind of caters things around him, that'll just help him to start sooner and play uh, that much faster when he uh, is on the field. 
All right, so we are speaking with Charlie Campbell, WalterFootball.com, at Draft Campbell. He's a senior draft analyst. Be sure to check him out on Twitter. He's a good follow. And you guys, of course, got all kinds of mock drafts going on. I want to talk a little bit about Josh Rosen's head. We've talked about the feet, the footwork. We've talked about the natural arm, the strong arm strength. Let's talk a little bit about the head. How good is he between the ears? Well, from from all things I've heard, teams are not worried about his intelligence. And speaking with um, some scouts and GMs, they they don't have any concerns about him uh, in terms of learning an NFL offense, being able to uh, you know get the plays out in the huddle, having recall. Uh, no one has mentioned intelligence as being a concern with him. So I think that he definitely has that as a strength going into this process. And that will be tested a little bit more in the pre-draft meetings at the Combine yeah. and, and whatnot when teams test his, his play recall. But overall, uh, I haven't heard any concerns on that, and, and everything has sounded pretty positive on his mental capacities to learn quickly and execute uh, between the ears. Now, of course, he had the comment uh, this a couple weeks ago. I believe he was still on ESPN when he said, quote, I'd rather be a lower pick at the right team than a higher at the wrong team. Now, of course, the Cleveland Browns select one. So maybe he's just saying what everybody else thinks, <laughs> but uh, certainly Something to you know, it kind of pops off the paper when you see a guy say something like that. Does that worry you at all? You know, I I think it is a bit of a worry because anytime you're a quarterback going to a team that's picking high, you're going to a team that just had a rough year and had a lot of losing, and some of these teams, you know, are are going to be in this shape for a few years before they can turn it around or. You know, Cleveland's been down for quite a long time now. But, uh, you know, I I think that that is a bit of a concern in terms of, you know, showing uh, somewhat of an ego in terms of where he, you know, feels he should go and whatnot. And that's worked for other guys in the past with, you know, whether it's Eli Manning or John Elway, they just, you know, didn't feel comfortable at a certain spot. But that also came, you know, with Eli's case much later in the process after he had uh, spent time with the teams. It wasn't just an off-the-bat reaction. So, uh, you know, Rosen, I think, is going to – he doesn't have control over it. Cleveland could take him anyway. They have the first pick. So uh, I think it would have made more sense from his perspective to get to know the Browns in terms of uh, their general manager, John Dorsey, the other people they brought in from Green Bay, Alonzo Highsmith and yeah. Elliot Wolf. All these guys are really well-respected football minds, excellent scouts. Um, so getting to know them and the coaching staff there and then making a decision that that isn't the right fit, to me that would have that would have made, you know, been a bit more understandable rather than just off the bat. Uh, going against Cleveland and not, you know, sounding willing to play for them. Yeah, and, and I mean, many have talked about Cleveland being potentially one quarterback away because, of course, they got a ton of draft picks this year. They do have a lot of young talent on that team, but certainly interesting to keep in mind. Charlie Campbell of uh, WalterFootball.com working on his mocks, and of course, you'll be down uh, at Senior uh, uh, Senior Bowl for that all week long, correct? Yep, I'll be there uh, at practice every day talking with scouts and 
talking with team sources throughout the week and meeting up with them as well. So going to have lots of great info on Walter football in terms of uh, rumors going out around the league and, of course, practice recaps and who teams are interviewing and spending time with uh, and, and connecting the dots there. Love it. Let me give you a, a feet, arm, head. One, two, three. Rank them as far as his best traits. Uh, I would say arm is number one, his sure. best trait. I think uh, two would probably be Rosen's feet. And then three, I'd say, is head, but not maybe so much uh, the intelligence, but more so the character and the decision-making in terms of him as a person. I've yeah. heard from teams he has a reputation as being quite a partier, uh, so, you know, that's going to be something they're going to vet leading up to the draft. Of course, there's been a lot out about his intangibles. Uh, from what I heard from teams, you know, the first year and a half at UCLA was pretty bad. Uh, and then it kind of got through to him that he was not a liked teammate. And he made improvements over the last year and a half is what I was told. Sure. But in multiple teams, there's that are in the quarterback market have told me they're still really concerned about the intangibles and whether he has leadership ability to go to all parts of the locker room and bring a team together and lead a team. So that's going to be really vetted thoroughly before the draft. I'm not sure there's going to get answers, but some teams are just going to come away with a feeling on whether they believe uh, he's, he's okay, he's going to be all right in their locker room, or they think he could be you know, just not a guy that's going to pose himself as a real team leader. Well, and it's something to be aware of because he, and I want to bring up something he told Sports Illustrated last summer. And, and, you know, this is a quote that he said saying he came from a wealthy, educated family. And, and I'm not trying to discredit him and saying he's not a hard worker because he is. He had the 4.3 GPA and he broke a ton of records in school. But he has been naturally gifted, of course, played tennis when he was young, too. And I'm curious to know if, you know, these young rookie quarterbacks, they get punched in the mouth right when they get to the NFL. It don't come as easy as just walking into a college and having success. Um, Seeing him and how he reacts to that could certainly be interesting, and it may turn away teams. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that he comes from a different background than a lot of players. Yeah. As a result, he has... You know, a different personality coming from the family that he grew up very successful and accomplished family. Uh, and so it's not necessarily with some of these intangibles that he's a bad guy, but just that in it for some you know teams of what have said what they've said, but also can he relate and lead other guys who who come from completely different backgrounds? You know that's something they yeah. wanna that and talk with him about and try and get an idea leading up to the draft because NFL locker rooms are diverse places. You got some good old country boys, mm-hmm. you have you know, guys that grew up uh, in the inner city, you have all kinds of guys there and teams want their quarterback to be able to bring everyone together and get all those guys to fight to accomplish the goal of winning. So that quarterback, it, it makes it all that much more important. Uh, in terms of intangibles and leadership and work ethic. So that's really going to be grilled over these next few months. We're going to hear a lot about it, and I'm sure he's going to be asked about it a ton 
not just by NFL teams, but by the media. Absolutely. You're talking to Charlie Campbell, Draft Campbell, WalterFootball.com. Lastly, before I let you go, Charlie, where, uh, first of all, is Josh Rosen the best quarterback in this draft, and where does he go? I would rank him as the top quarterback in the draft uh, right now, heading into Senior Bowl and Combine. And I think he's going to go easily in the top five. That's a lock. And I think likely to be one first or second overall. I think I don't think he's going to get to the third pick right now. I think he'll go in the top two selections. So this is a situation where Denver at five, if they want him, they got to trade up to get him. That's right. Yep. I don't I don't see him getting there unless the interviews just go horribly and he just bombs uh, with NFL teams in terms of the personality leadership. Uh, then I think he's going to, if he doesn't bomb, I think he goes in the top two picks. Very good. Speaking with draft, uh, senior draft analyst, Charlie Campbell, WalterFootball.com. Charlie, what are you working on on the website uh, most currently? Well, I'm working on an updated mock draft now that we've had the underclassmen, uh, you know, deadline come through in yep. terms of knowing which guys are going. Who's declaring it? Yep. So mm-hmm. That's going to be coming out here. And then I'm going to be working on uh, tons of senior bowl stuff. We're going to have lots of rumors up next week, lots of interesting stuff. So definitely check out Walter Football all week uh, through the senior bowl each day. We're going to have lots of great stuff including some stuff on the Broncos. Absolutely, and of course, they'll be coaching that team, Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, unfortunately, Mason Rudolph with the injury, but certainly something that you will want to keep up with at WalterFootball.com. Charlie, thank you so much for the time. Thanks for having me. Great talking with you, Ronnie. To listen to previous episodes of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit MileHighSports.com.